welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Sith Council with me, Christian Harlow. I hope you're all having a wonderful day. I hope you're having a week. Oh, look at me. That's that's blurry. So I'm going to do this instead. I'm going to do this. Look at that. And now we're back. And it's still going to be blurry. Watch this. Ah, f*** it all. Uh, I just right away cursed. I just told... I just told Kalinowski to stop cursing, and uh, so I did it instead. Where are they, ladies and gentlemen? The three. Yeah, I love that. Oh, Kalinowski, it's a good show. You need to stop. Shut up. <laughs> you can just be put in as easily as you're taken out. When you guys, that goes. Do me a favor. Why don't you guys talk for a second so I can fix my camera? We didn't talk. Right. Let's talk, Steph. You and me, kiddo. We'll be on stereo for the first oh time my God. together after it's, this show. We're like like two gen- we're like two generations. And that's what I love about you and I on this show. It's we're like two different generations separated by like 20 years. I love it. It's so good. And it'll be our first time hosting just together. Oh, no, you're still you're still blurry as crap. Like, oh, now it's his chin jaw. Shot. There we go. What is that? There we yes. go. How was your guac on Super Bowl, good Steph? Good start. Chef Kiss? Chef Kiss. Excellent. I love it. Love it. Love to hear it. Thanks well, for good to have, Thank you for, for taking the ball, kids. Uh, it's yeah. nice to have everybody back. As Steph said, uh, today on stereo. Yeah, buddy. Mike and Mike's going to actually give it a shot here today. Mike. We're going to give it the old college try. You and I know that the old FSU no, college try. Champ. I'm very excited, though, that the, the reason why I don't have to worry about you is that Steph's going to handle it because all you got to do is you just have to I gotta talk. Yeah, you, you just got to accept. It's like, Anyone this. that knows me knows I could talk for hours. So we'll beautiful. Be so. I'm I'm yeah, don't worry. I got you. We just want to hear your voice, Mike. Hey, yeah, the sweet it. dulcet tones of Mike Kalinowski will be yep. coming in your eardrums. Well, mm-hmm. and he's gone again. <laughs> it's going to be you and I show again. We never know what he doesn't happen. plug his mouse in. He doesn't know what's going on. Jeez, man, Smith oh, Harlow. Man. God, where yeah. is he? <laughs> He's what not happened? one with the force Just today. getting better and better. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, all right, look, here's what we're going to do. We're going we to, do? we're going to, today for Super Chats, we will get to your questions. We have a couple topics we're going to get to. So what I'm going to do is I see them coming in. I'll do screenshots at the end of the show. We'll make sure that we do that. But Steph and um, Mike are going to be doing a stereo show afterwards, right after this show at 10 o'clock. Follow Steph, follow Mike, so you can be part of the Sith after show. Um, if you don't know what stereo is, it's incredible. It's a way for you guys to interact with the with your favorite creators. And you go on there, you, you live, you can send in voice chats and people will answer your questions. It's been a lot of fun. We've been doing it for SEN. I'll be doing it for SEN today with, with Brett Sheridan. Um, I've been doing it with, uh, with having the show here with Steph after everyone, but I, I just, I can't do it today. I have some stoof I got to do, but Mike's going to do it. So we need to get Mike on this thing anyway. So it's a, yeah. a good thing. Yeah. It's a good thing. All right, let's get into some of these uh, topics here. Let's do it. Let's do it because it's the first one is is it's I think it started on some Reddit thread or something. Of course it did. I think that's what it was, and um, that's that's yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty accurate for for what it, it is. is. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And Brian, and shout out, shout out to the great Brian Ward who made great that Brian Ward. I really laughed uh, a lot. When, uh, when yeah, I, I liked your that. email response. Like, yep, that's it. Yeah, that was perfect. it. That was it. It was perfect. So the uh, Kevin Feige was asked. And this is from our buddies over at Star Wars Newsnet, by the way. And he was asked about the possibilities of uh, Star Wars and Marvel. And, and basically, uh, 
this is what he said. If you'd ask me if anything we're talking about right now is in the realm of possibility 20 years ago, I would say I don't think so, but I really don't think so. I don't think there's any reason for it. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Here's a reason why there's no reason for it. It makes no sense. And I'll tell you why it makes no sense. From the if if you're about to tell me why it does make sense, I'm gonna tell no, you. No, I'm really not. Sense. Come on right. now, me. <laughs> no, I know. But this is this is why this makes no sense. Long no in a galaxy far, far away. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. A long time ago. Years when the, before the dinosaurs. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. These people aren't alive. This stuff isn't alive. No. Stop this. It's the stupidest idea I've ever heard. Let me ask you this. Is this one of those things? Because you, Christian, you, Steph, you guys are in this. This You, Christian, used to be in Steph. You are in this kind of uh, pundit world and whatnot where, you know, you got a producer and whatnot. And you're going on a junket and you yeah. got to ask these questions. Do you think this came about by someone's like, ask, you're talking to Feige. Make sure you ask him Marvel and Star Wars, you know, Marvel, if it's going to cross over. And the guy's like, I don't want to ask him this. Like, Maybe do your jobs on the line. Or, Mike, it could also be – that's very possible. But it could also be something – the producer could have not been a fan at all to realize to ask that question. The person asking, I don't know, I'll ask the question, whatever. It just doesn't. I used to get this question on Jedi Council all the time. I used to get this question on when we were in movie talk. It makes absolutely no sense. It makes absolutely no sense from where they were. Very, this is years and years. Like, who knows what, what, what Earth looks like? At that at that point, right? Who knows what what any of this I, stuff looks? Like? And you're sure you could tie it in with Guardians and all that. So I'll different. tell you this. What? Like someone years ago, back God, this is '90s. I think we were at FSU when this happened. X Men and Star Trek did a crossover in the comics, and it was crap. You know, so Leave could the alone. comics? Marvel owns both comics properties. Could it happen in the comics? I don't even see it feasibly happening. I don't even Do think. It's. I, don't I, even, I, I can't even. I can't even see a writer going. Yeah, I can tackle that, and I can make it work. Yeah. I'm so glad. Yeah, go ahead, stuff. No, it's just so ridiculous to think about that. If you love a product so much, you would really want them to just ruin it like this. Like these products are yeah. on like a tightrope of reality where they can instantly become so fake and lame. <laughs> and if you just connect these alternate universes, it will be like. Disney on ice. Like, it will be so corny. This isn't so a Reese's crazy. Cup. You know, it's not peanut butter and chocolate, two things that go great together. Yeah, you, know, you, know, you know why also? Because the thing is, I think there's certain things, there's styles that work, right? And yeah. you look. I think the reason why DC has been doing so well lately and over the last, like, three or four years is they changed their tone. You look at something like Joker, and and even I was watching uh, Birds of Prey last night, and, and like, they they've they found their tone. They know their yeah. tone, right? Marvel knows their tone. They found their tone, yeah, and, the, and the jokes inside of Marvel work. Now, I know that I've been on the opposite side of things. I don't think the Marvel humor works in Star Wars. I think that it's been attempted in one of the mm -hmm. movies before, and I think, it to me, it fell flat, like, really flat, and didn't work, and it was like, that's not, I mean, and it's not, and I'm be very clear it's not that there's no place for humor in star wars there absolutely is there's tons of there was a lot of great like perfect example for me is again using if you look at mandalorian yeah. when in in the i don't know it was the second or third episode when he's on uh when he's on that planet with the with the jawas and he and he and they're making fun of him for not knowing the language he goes do you understand this and he and he takes the fire and like aims that at him and, and tries to fry him like that's yeah. the kind of star wars humor that i that i think works yeah the, remember the one it was with the where the, they they stole his jetpack and he 
had it flip all, you know, go up in the air, but they weren't showing it. They were just showing his reaction to it in right. the air. Like that right. kind of humor that, works. That kind of, and and that's always been part of Star Wars. When you go back to Episode Four, yeah. when when he's when uh, Han Solo is like, ah, oh, we're fine. How are you? Like that kind of, that kind of stuff works. Marvel has a very specific type of humor that mm -hmm. they throw in, the Tony Stark type of humor that um, I think is jarring in other mediums. Like I just yeah. it, like you know, I'll use the example of when 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 Poe is in the beginning of oh. Last Jedi and he's and he's doing these jokes back and forth. He's in the middle of this mission and he's throwing mom jokes and stuff. I'm like talking about an answering machine. I was like, it just reminded work. it reminded me of it, it was it, it was very Marvel ish to me. Um, yeah. Yeah, the Marvel yeah. crossovers work within the shows, I think. So when we had like the Runaways and I think Cloak and Dagger did a uh, crossover, that was kind of cool. And it's like a fan service that I can get behind. But switching alternate universes makes zero sense to me. So I'm, I think it is a smart move to kind of shut it down now before like this perpetuates into some sort of story that shouldn't happen. And he's such a like a good guy. He doesn't ever like. That's the stupidest question I've ever heard. Yeah. No. Would we no. do it 20 years ago? I wouldn't know where we are now. So, you know, I don't think so. He's, he's such, also, a, such he's a, a gentleman. He's a, but he's also very good. He knows how to navigate the media. He yeah, always has. Yeah, he, he knows how to navigate the media. I've, I've been in rooms with him to watch. He he speaks to everyone as equals. He, he never. He's one of the biggest producers in Hollywood, and he never carries himself that he's higher up right. than anybody else. That's why you've never heard a bad never. word about him. Yeah. Ever. Ever. I've seen I've seen this guy in room rooms with people. He knows people by name. He talks to people. He shakes people's hands. Well, not not now. I'll tell you this: when back when I was doing uh, in deep in some IG study or something, I was doing looking at the behind the scenes on on Fantastic Four back in, or maybe it was one of the X Men. And Feige was in the room, but he was just like a guy at the table read, yeah, just by himself. Just you watched him, watched him interact and watch him learn from everything. See how early on you're like, oh, this guy. You, from an early on, he was just that guy that was going to be in charge at one day. But that's why I'm excited to see what he's going to do with Star Wars, right? Because I think that yeah. I don't know. We still don't know what property it is. You would, I think that they said that he's it's not the one with Taika. I thought it was, but maybe it's not. I, I don't know. There still hasn't been any announcement as far mm -hmm. as what. And the, the question I start to have is by Mandalorian was in a stage. I think we were in season one or mid season one. or before. I can't remember when they announced Kevin Feige was doing a movie where we were in the star wars like kind of fandom right mm -hmm. because there was like this massive divide with people kind of uh for going back and forth and yelling at each other and just unfortunate stuff right um but i don't and i wonder if one of the reasons that they announced it at the time was to try to say oh look look, look we got kevin feige you know guys get along right they right. have have some fun this is this is something fun um and i wonder if that was just not that he's not going to do something but i wonder if it was an announcement just to have people go calm down because you don't really hear much about it now you're not yeah. hearing a lot about it i know he's 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 in the in the circuit right now because he's talking wandavision and winter soldier and all this stuff so i don't know i don't know how realistically when we're even going to see a kevin feige movie uh, if i was to guess it was it's gonna it, it's gonna come two or three years after the Patty Jenkins movie. Mm -hmm. It's going to come, it's gonna it come just, out. It's not for a long time. It seemed time. like, like you're saying it now, it just seemed lost in, in all the, the, the great announcements that were out recently. And I, I think he's such a, the Marvel figurehead, you know, it's just, and they're, they're finally getting ready to get going on their properties. Now it seemed like that we had that year lull uh, where there was nothing. And now they're all starting to kind of start rolling out and he's kind of taking the forefront on that. So yeah. I, I don't know how he has time for it, but uh, hey, if he's well, that's what I it. think. But that's what I think. I think they're going to wait for him to have time, and I think that eventually, the like, I think he's going to to 
I think he's going to eventually step down from Marvel. You think so? Yeah, I do. And I don't necessarily okay. mean I don't necessarily think that that means that he's going to run Lucasfilm. I mean, this guy could run Disney. Oh. You know what I mean? Like he he yeah. can run up doing that yeah. somehow. But there's he's he's going to have a bigger job. You you forget because of what Mike was just saying. Um, he's just such an approachable, relatable dude. Yeah, you forget that he is one of the most powerful producers in the world. Mm -hmm. And because all of his movies, I and mean, we talk about how great you know Kathleen Kennedy is as far as money wise, you know, as far as what she's done is you can argue all day long of of what what you think about her creative stuff. She's every one of the movies that she put out. Um, made a lot of money minus solo you know but it, it, but kevin feige is like triple that you know yeah. all of his movies whether whether it's thor dark world or iron man 2 they all made a lot of money mm -hmm. i i just feel he i, I don't know I, I i always felt like because i've always known him attached to marvel even before the mcu yeah you know he was on those early x-men films and and yeah. yeah so it's just like i just think that that's his blood and that's what he loves and and he loves Star like, Wars, dude. He's a big. I mean, would would Star my Wars mind guy. blow if they decided Warner Brothers threw the, the the vault at him and he came over and oh. took care over DC? I know it wouldn't happen. Yeah, but would mm -hmm. I love it? Sure, but I, I just I just oh think God. Marvel's his thing, and yeah, it is the bedfellows now with Star Wars and Disney, and that's an interesting thing. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know, Steph. Do you think you think we're going to see this movie within ten years? I think if he's going to do one, yes, it would probably be in the five to 10 years away range. But I do think that things might keep like moving for him. Like he has not stopped and he continues to grow every single year. So right now he can't even get on, get it on his plate. I don't know if he can ever, if he keeps moving up in the ladder. Yeah. But it, it was a good, it was a good plug, I think, for Star Wars to say like what direction they're going in. And it still makes people excited. And I still think that he'll have like hands on deck with it. I just don't know if we'll actually get to see a produced film by him. Yeah. We'll see. Probably within 10 years. Who, who knows? I, I mean, once again, I just, I, I do think that there's going to be audibles and people are going to say, wait a minute. Uh, you already look at what WandaVision is doing. WandaVision, they, they said uh, they did some poll or something, and its popularity is just behind Mandalorian, but it's it's close. Um, and people are start it's starting to become. I think this weekly thing. It's so funny when the question was asked about two years ago, what I wanted binge. Do I want to be able to binge Mandalorian or do I want to be able to watch it week for week? At the time, I was torn. I was like, give me all. I want, to, I want to just watch it all in one shot. I'm so glad that they do it week by week because. Me it, too. Oh my gosh! Yeah. It's, 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 and and I and I feel the same way about Wandavision, and I and I feel the same we, way about all these shows. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about that because uh, you know these. Vanity Fair is doing an article. Variety's doing an article on you know Wandavision changing the way television is, and it's like people forget that you know five years ago. This was television. We waited week to week. You know, God, I remember the, the show that I loved doing that for was 24. Oh, yeah. Like that was yeah. a show because I came into that late. I started on DVD. Oh, my God. But then, so then I, then I got up to like season four and it drove crazy waiting every week. But it built like we talked about this like around Comic-Con every year. Stranger Things would drop and it would be the talk for a week. And then no one talks about Stranger Things anymore. Glow talked about it for a week. You know, this builds the water cooler talk for months. Yes. Yeah. You know, if, we, if they put one division all out at once, people would be over it already. We'd be on to something else. Well, but the other thing is it, it goes back to the same issue I think that films have, right? Because the film, it was, it's still a shorter time, but the, the films, this is the point that I, I make often, is that when you have a movie that comes out and you don't like it, yeah, you're, you're stewing or marinating in that 
dislike of the film for two or three years, right? Before yeah, the next right. one comes out, right? Sure. Where the same thing comes with, if you binge everything in two days or three days and you watch it and you're like, ah, you know, there's some episodes I didn't really love. This is, it was all right. You know, but if you're watching it and you don't like an episode and it comes and there's another one next week, it's washed out of your mind. And you're like, yeah. look at the episode you watched from Mandalorian. I'm like, ah, that one was yeah. okay. And then the next week just kicks your ass and you're like, yeah. oh, that was great. And, and, it, and it adds into everything else. It's a much better strategy. And I'm, and, and I'm against what I said years ago is that I just, just give me all because I want it. Cause I, as a fan, you just want to watch it and ingest all of yeah. it. Like, but it makes it so much better for the property for us to be, and for people to be talking about it. like, Oh, what's going to happen next? I can't yeah. wait. Yeah. And it's a must watch TV stuff. Yeah. I don't think every show can pull it off. I think some shows mm -hmm. the binge model works so well. Cause I wouldn't watch the show unless I could binge it. Cause it's just not like that. But yeah. Star Wars and Marvel properties, I think a lot of people wouldn't view WandaVision in such high regard if it came out all at once. Like I do like that. I think people are like growing with it and liking it. And I also like what it's doing to consumerism because we got to a point like with our apps, like TikTok, you know, we're looking at 15, 30, 60 second things next, yeah. next, next, next. It doesn't make us like real fans. We're just bingers constantly so this makes people like really involved in the lore get to know the lore like if you see an episode of mandalorian you didn't really like get what the death trooper was you have a little bit to look that up and 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 find yeah. the history behind it yeah i agree and i think that's that's what's and so yeah my god it kind of brings everyone on the same page because if someone binges the whole episode uh, the season they're they're way ahead and if someone was like i'm gonna do two episodes a night they're behind and they get spoiled everyone's on the same page right now mm -hmm. you get a week to kind of catch up yeah, YouTube stinks. By the way, I just gotta say, YouTube. Stinks. YouTube. Yeah, What's they've been on? doing this stupid thing. They have not. They haven't been sending out like notifications and stuff, and so oh, people well, didn't get notifications uh. for the show. So, guys, hey, by the way, so click the bell on on the channel also, and so that way you know it's it's YouTube's been doing it. This they they, they change this, since I've been on YouTube. They change up stuff all the time, and it's always for the worst. It's always who's, who's in charge over there? What's going on over yeah. there? I don't know what's going on over there. I just wish there was a different platform. Sometimes you never hear about the like the head of YouTube, like you do like Twitter and Facebook and stuff. And oh, like hide the shadows. Yeah, it's just saying you can't get in touch it's with anybody. Pie. It's, it's <laughs> all yeah, that's, well. That's when that's when they that's when they get that's when you can get in touch with them when you're making them a lot of money. Yeah. So it's like it's like come on, like just you put notifications on the damn thing, will you? Um. Anyway, so yeah, so everybody just do do. Yeah, see, look at this. This is what I'm talking about. I hit the bell and said it, and I didn't get it either. Ugh. It's like rude. Yeah, I've been doing. I've seen. I've seen a lot of creators uh, complain about this. They've been doing it all all month to everybody. So, <laughs> anyway, um, excited to keep keep going here, keep talking, and I will also say I'm also very excited. On February 19th is the Skybound Expo, and we're going to be doing something for the Skybound Expo. We're going to do. We'll be doing a um, four way. Um, Black cinema match, and we're very excited about this. I was very upset I didn't get asked to be a part of that. I well, Mike, I was wondering why. It's not what, what why you think. It's because you're extremely white. That's exactly. uh, oh, that's why. Yeah, you know, uh, it, it is. No, it's going to be really fun. Winston Marshall and uh, Daniel Radford are going to be hosting it. They're going to be calling the match, and the four way will be between corruption mate Clee yes, Wiggins. Sir. Um, yes, Jay Washington, corruption rival Janine the Machine, Ooh. 
and yet another corruption person, uh, Chance Ellison, former team oh, champion. Boy. So it's going to be really, really good. It's going to be a lot of fun. So make sure you head on over there and um, and and check it out. It's going to be on February 19th on uh, the Skybound Expo. Hector Navarro and Danny Fernandez, I believe, are hosting it again. It's so always fun. Like I, I always see Skybound announcing new things in like comic world and stuff. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I'm part of them. That's pretty awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. All right, listen. Let's keep going. We got more stuff to talk about here in the realm of Star Wars, and we're going to be able to uh, head on over to Star Wars News Network to get some news about Andor. I think, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, Steph. I believe that you are out of everybody on the uh, council here. You're you're the most excited for this show. Am I wrong? Cassie and Andor, um, yeah, probably. probably I'm I'm pretty excited about this show for a few reasons. Not because I'm really hooked on the storyline yet, but because of Rogue One, and I hope that it does the same sort of thing where like it kind of just kicks you in the butt and you're like damn that was a hell of a movie so i i think if they focus on you know like the battles and and the intricacies of military and politics that could be really sick yeah i think so too that's that's what i'm hoping for i want them to, i want to see both sides i want to see the empire politics I yeah the em- yeah all of it i want to see all that stuff and i think that and and if they if they are able to dive in that and make because people get skeptical sometimes of star wars politics because they didn't love some of the prequels the way what happened in the prequel and they can get a little like boring if it's done right it's fascinating claudia gray has made it fascinating james Lucino has made it fascinating i i know you you're not a big as big a gamer uh but the star wars squadrons did a real good job with that they uh, are, um, they played both sides of it. You played Rebels and the Empire, and you were n- neither one was like the good or bad. They didn't paint, you know, black and white in that game. Yeah, and it was kind of putting you in the shoes of both characters and both um, factions, and it was very fascinating. It's always because you know no one thinks they're the bad guy. No, and, and, that's and, that's and what Empire, I like. You don't think it, I don't need a mustache guy. Yeah, I don't need a mustache twirling villain all the time. I need somebody <laughs> who thinks that they're fighting yeah. for the right thing, even though they're fighting for the wrong thing. I don't mind having people that are really on the extreme and, and those kind of activists because that that's that's real life you know yeah um all right listen let's let's talk about some of these directors what they have here they're saying that toby haynes is taking over directing duties from tony gilroy who is still the showrunner and the main writer of the show who also tony gilroy was uh who did famously did all the rewrites on the movie itself of rogue one according to an exclusive report from discussing film we're learning that ben karen and Susanna white will be sitting in the director's chair as well so that's three directors that we have all three of them have been working in british television for many years now karen directed the final episode of the benedict cumberbatch starring show sherlock which was highly acclaimed from a lot of people from the BBC, as well as the 11 episodes from all four seasons of Netflix acclaimed the crown. He even has two Emmy nominations. One as a producer for the third of the show and one as director for the episodes uh, for the crown. Susanna white has also also has Emmy nominations. Uh, She did the mini series. She did one of the episodes of generation kill. She also directed two episodes of deuce and episodes of billions. Um, Okay. So this is, this is, um, this is good news because These are people who understand television, and this is people who, yeah. Go ahead, Mike. Get a question. No, I just was looking at that uh, Star Wars news nut that their their article. I didn't know Stellan Skarsgård was cast in Andor. Yeah, I think that. Did came they not pick a, a thing about ago. that? Like, I don't know if we talked. I feel like we we talked didn't about talk about. No, we it. didn't. Okay. I think that, that I flew think that under came the, out I mean, before we started. Yeah, I was, it must have been because I would have thought they would have made a big thing about that. Holy crap, that's phenomenal. Yeah, it's good. I mean, that's that's the one. Here, here's here's something. Man, that, to go that, back to our, get him in Star Wars. He, he's yeah. great. But here, here's Man something that we that maybe we should have talked about inside of that conversation with Feige, right? 
Now, although I don't want to see a crossover in these stories, it doesn't mean I don't want to see a crossover with some of the talent, right? We talked about oh, this sure. before, and I think that Steph brought up Tessa Thompson, who would be incredible to bring to bring into this world, right? I want to bring in Tom Hiddleston as a young uh, Palpatine, I think would be incredible. So seeing some of the talent, I'm not just talking about some of the big talent. You look at, uh, and not that Skarsgård isn't a big talent, but I'm talking about like full stars, um, yeah, we, we, you could just have some of the people that show up inside of it. And that's the that's the thing that, Mike, the reason why you're going to see, because it's it's like the old school way of what movie stars and stuff used to do in like the 40s and 50s and 60s. Yes, hell, even the 70s, they'd have studio deals, right? Yeah. If you're an actor, you had a studio deal. The studios are working with all of these actors. And now that they're in the family. It's like, hey, you know, what do we, we, we so and so we have a great relationship with so and so because they were in this movie, they were in that movie, and the crossover audience from MCU to Star Wars is pretty big. So let's, why don't we use Scarsguard here if he's available? Yeah, that'd yeah. be great. Let's get Scarsguard. It's, it's kind of, I can see those conversations happening. You guys think I'm, uh, am I wrong, right, on that? No. no, we talked a little bit about this, I think, a couple shows ago about Robert Downey Jr. showing up, and we we're like, nah, right. it, it doesn't work. But like an actor like Skarsgård, that's you know, I don't think Chris Evans, like one of the Avengers, yeah, well, like Hiller well, well, popping, and I'm kind of like, I don't know, I'll, put a mask I'll put, on him. Yeah, I'll push back a little bit. I'll say that I'm not on the page of not having Downey in Star Wars at all. I wasn't on board with having him as Thrawn. Thrawn. Oh, okay. Um, I okay. think him. I think him showing up in a uh, in a in a really role. If he if he was in, look at John Lucas Leguizamo, who was in that. Yeah, alien but we couldn't tell that was him. You I, know, but that's what I'm saying. Okay, and like, sure, that's what I'm saying. I don't want you know him. You don't want to showing up face. in a Jedi cloak with nothing on his <laughs> bumps or ridges on his head. It's gonna be hard if he's like oh, bumps and ridges if they're gonna put that handsome bastard. Yeah, in right. He, he walks. Yeah. Out. Okay. Here's the deal. Use use the force <laughs> and you, you you start having him do that kind of stuff it's like okay that's gonna be that's gonna be tough but he's a great actor and if he showed up and all these people showed up hell man people are still calling for sam hell, jackson to return what uh, they should do is they should take all the mcu like the big wigs you know downey evans scarlet all those guys and make them like a bounty hunter clan and they pop up in an episode the fans will lose their damn minds you know, have them all done up in different makeups and stuff, but yeah. that'd be that'd be awesome. I, I like the idea of of having people. Uh, hell, what if you had him as Cad Bane? Now, he, the the the, okay. the, ch the chance that that Downey's going to show up in in makeup uh, for an entire. I, I don't think you're going to be able to get Downey to do what Pedro. I don't Pascal think he's ever, has he ever done makeup no. aside from Tropic Thunder. Oh God! No, but I'm I'm just I don't necessarily just mean the makeup part of it. It's like these actors are they. they they like to show their faces and they like to, yeah. you know, it's, and yeah. that was one of the main reasons. Oh, did we lose him? Oh, we lost him. That's what a perfect shot. <laughs> Look at that. that shot. Oh, he's back. There he is. Well, it's one of the main reasons that Tom Cruise didn't do Iron Man was because he was supposed to be an Iron Man. But one of the things that he wanted to do was, I think it was like 80 or 90% of the movie. He wanted to be able to show his face. And they're like, you, you got to put the thing on, dude. You have the helmet oh, on. You're Iron yeah. Man. And so, you know, e either way, it's a, uh, it, it's, it's interesting to see how, how yeah. that's all going to play out. But there's the, the point is that they have so much access to so much talent that I think we're going to end going off of what we're, the, the story here is that there's so much access to so much talent inside of uh, television because of what Mandalorian is doing, what yeah. television is doing, the fact that it's Disney and they have 
whether those two shows would have been successful at all, they've got the the the, the money to say, okay, we want to get the best, and they're not just going yeah. out. They're going out. And yeah. you got to remember, now that it's all under the same umbrella, they can work schedules completely easy. Feige be like, yeah, you want so-and-so? Okay, he's on He's on this TV show with Marvel. I yeah, can give him to you for two weeks for Star calendar. Wars there. Yeah, right. So right. Like, that's, that's they'll right. make there's, that work. There's, there's, that's exactly right. There's a. There, it's not like com- – although – and I've been giving Netflix a lot of credit and I'll continue to do so. When I spoke with Katie Sackhoff about this, you know, and it was a smart move for them. Her show that they're doing on, um, on Netflix is coming into season two in another life. And the, they let her off. They let her go and shoot Mandalorian, which mm-hmm. was a, it's, it's an, it's a nice gesture to your actor to say, okay, this yeah. is, they, they, cause she's a producer on the show, you know, it's just, she's, mm-hmm. she's contracted to that show. So they're like, all right. Well, they could be they could be jerks and say no. We want you on here, but it's also beneficial to them yeah. to put their star yeah. and their producer in Star Wars because no, now yeah, her fan base, yeah, her fan base grows and more people are going to watch that show, right, Steph? Yeah, they used to not do that. Like in the early, the nineties and the early two thousands, yeah. they wouldn't let like hosts switch networks or actors. Switch, like they were so tight on that, and I just think that was the dumbest business model because the whole point of press is getting your person's face everywhere you can or their name and likeness. So I think that was so smart. But I agree with you, Christian, to your earlier point. This is bringing the A game. Like, come on, Emmy nominations. Like this, and, yeah. and Emmy nominations on real adult type TV, which I think Cassie Andor fits the build for that kind of serious take where it they're not hiring you know disney writers like this is people who have worked on shows that are highly successful and um perfect for this sort of story that they want to tell uh yeah i agree and i think that that's what that's when you especially for people who work in television who the the goal the difference in like directing film and directing television obviously too is directors of television are used to coming in being that hired gun to say okay what's the material you need me to direct um okay here's my take on it i'm going to do this and this what's your overall narrative how that ties into this episode and that they're not trying to make their own um yeah of course they're making their they, they have their own vision for it and they have the, they're, they're creative but what i what i'm saying with with movies and directing it's and it's okay i have this i'm going to do this, this is i'm i'm the captain of the ship yeah, i'm going to be yeah you know just on to say from an uh, actor standpoint, it's like when I do a TV show, the director's like me. He pops in for the episode. Right. And that crew, every crew member's been there. 22 episodes, if it's network or whatever, they know each other. The director's kind of like the odd man out. A higher gun. Yeah. Now, and, but and but kinda, that's, that's a little different. Going. Yes, it's a little different with streaming stuff. It's a little oh, different, yeah, when, very different. When, it comes to, when it comes to Mandalorian. When you look at Mandalorian, yeah. like that, yes, you come in as say like, a hired gun, but you still feel like it's your it's part a different of the overall. Thing. Yeah, because you look at what Peyton Reed did. You look yeah. at what uh, Rick Famiglia has done. Has They're done. from the beginning. Yeah, you, you know, look all at all those guys. They knew. Well, look at Deborah Chow. Who those directors were. Look at Deborah Chow. Deborah Chow, mm-hmm. who did those yeah. two and, and just crushed it. And took what she was given plus put her own spin on it and they said well you were so good at this we are going to give you an entire series and not just an entire series one that people are really looking forward to i'd say arguably the most in the the diamond yeah Yeah. that's the main one i mean that's a lot of you can there's pressure on it there's no doubt about it there's pressure on it because when you look at um that i i think raw you can understand why the question would be brought up but i don't think it's 
right to say, well, Solo didn't work. How do we know Obi-Wan's going to work? Because no, there's, I, defi I, there's definitely people that are saying that. And I, it, it, it's, it's such a different circumstance. It's such a different circumstance yeah. because one of which is like we finished the movie and we have all been speculating what the heck went down between Obi-Wan and Darth in their separate right, places, what right. they were thinking about the trauma of losing a friend and, and turning to the dark side. There's, it's just a different story. I just don't get that. Cause I always felt like no one was clamoring for a solo movie. <laughs> Like right. no one, like, but everyone is always like, we want Obi Wan. We want, we, right. They wanted a well, film before even they were streaming. They wanted. And you're also going to get. You're also going to get the guy who played him in the prequel. Right. So mm -hmm. we already have. Right. We already have a relationship with him, and he does. He's not going to have this pressure. He's not going to have this right. pressure of like, oh no no no, I can I can be that guy too. And you're like, eh, it, I don't know. It's her. It's her thing to mess up. Is is that that what that saying is like? All the ducks are in a row for it to be a massive success. So. Yeah. You know, barring crush. any kind of unforeseen creative yeah. crap that would fly, it, it it's it's it, on its way to be a success. Obi Wan's mm -hmm. going to be one of the most talked about Star Wars properties yeah. of all time. There's, there's, no, doubt, there's no doubt about it because they because even when uh, Kathleen Kennedy announced it at the at the expo or whatever that thing was the the share a while ago. Yeah, yeah. He yeah no, 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 not not the D twenty three one. The, the one they did online a couple months ago. The shareholders. Oh, one. she she yeah, promoted yeah, yeah. it. She promoted it as like the 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 rematch of the century or whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah so yeah. let's let's take that as for what it's worth, and let, let's 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 say that it is indeed going to be another lightsaber battle between Vader and, and Obi Wan let's put it at uh 80% that it's going to happen. Okay. And it doesn't happen. let's say there's six episodes. It doesn't happen in episode 1. It doesn't happen in 2 and it doesn't happen in 3 and it doesn't happen in 4. You know that you're like, "Oh, is it going to happen now?" Cuz it always gonna, it always happens in the episode right before the yeah. finale, right? So <laughs> and and when that happens, everybody and their mother is going to be talking about it. it's going to be one of those episodes that it, it's it's you're you're waiting online you're waiting on youtube for people to talk about it you're looking at reaction videos to watch you know people respond it, it's going to be that like kind of luke moment that happened in man in mandalorian it's going to be yeah. that moment you're going to you're going to be sitting by it and the second you know that it's a possibility that these two are going to fight i can see all the reaction videos and all the twitter and just exploding you know, and then they'll be like, ah, see, they're going back to the well. They needed uh, Obi-Wan and Vader to, to fight. Star Wars is dead. You know, that stupid crap will happen, too. But like, but it's but this is uh, this this is exciting. <laughs> of course, they should fight. I have no yeah. idea where people get that. It's like, what do you think happened between like all these years? I, I'm all for I'm all for and we've talked about this. Like, I'm all for I want a Star Wars property that has nothing to do with lightsabers, Skywalkers, the force, nothing. But this series absolutely 100% needs to be this it it yeah like this is the one that it does need to yeah well let me address i want to address uh gaz nottingham who says layoff solo it's a great movie bad marketing release date first of all not taking shots at the, at the movie itself i actually think as as far as a a, a movie it's a well-made movie i think that the story it's a pretty good story um I, I agree with you that the marketing was atrocious and the release date was was stupid um yeah. and that definitely hurt it i think that you put oh, that absolutely. out you put that in december it makes a lot more money why they moved it six months to may well, they were trying to get back to that may release date but they were yeah. also they were also competing with their own property infinity war was out you were, you, you were they you built were star it. wars we became so used to a christmas star wars yeah for three they, movies so they we were they owned ready. star wars they oh they, i mean excuse me they owned december star wars yeah. did, and, and they and they, they pivoted off it and 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 Iger had had a, since admitted the mistake but it doesn't change my thought process 
that I just didn't accept that character, not the performance, because the performance was good. I just didn't accept that character as Han Solo. I didn't see him as Han Solo. I didn't accept him as Han Solo. I accepted him as a great actor because he is a great actor. I accepted that performance as a new character that I was following, and I almost felt like this could have just been a separate story and not even Dude, been Han Solo. I, we talked about this. I, I don't know if you and I did, Christian, but if they would have made him Dash Randar, Right. And told that story. Gold. Yeah, with a couple yeah. switches, you know, a couple switches. Dash Randar. Chewy. Make him Dash Randar. Yeah. The Chewy stuff Change out. Change the ship a little bit. Else. Change stuff out. You could have done a different movie there. You didn't Great have movie. to do Solo, and you didn't have to put that pressure on that kid to do that because I just don't buy the whole thing. It was like, well, he, he wasn't the Han Solo we knew yet. Right. It was like six years beforehand. And or, it, like, yeah. like, I have, I, I, you don't change that radically. You don't change mm. that radically. No, the, the, it, yeah, and it just reminds me of the the discussion, the, the uh, com comparison with Vader. It's like Vader was still like half Anakin, half Vader, like post. Like, yeah, so we're yeah. getting to see, and yeah, of course. Christian, um, you're the same guy I knew 25 years ago. You've been changing 25 years. My, that's my point. This is what I don't agree with when people have said this. He wasn't Han until the end of the movie intentionally. I don't like that intentional choice. It was, it's, yeah, I it's, agree. It's, it's yeah. silly. It's silly that it's like, well, you know what? He finally turns into the guy. We No way. It's always been What I don't like him. about this, and let me say this. At the very end of the movie, here he is helping these rebels yeah. go against the bad guy. So then why five years later are we against like, nah, I'm not going to help these rebels, I'm not going to help right. these ones. I just did six years ago, but I'm not doing it this time. It was like, right. it was, it was, he just did it. I, I, and again, that, that, it's such a strange thing because the movie's good. And I, and I, yeah. it's a, it's a good movie. Um, it just, it, it suffers from some, some things like that where I agree with Mike. I think you put him as a different bounty hunter that, that the, the Crimson Dawn storyline is fantastic. Yeah. I love them all. It was like She's five great. minutes. It was yeah, five minutes. I, right, of the I know. Film. <laughs> I, I love the mall reveal. I love the relationship with, with Woody Harrelson and, and all. Yeah. I love, it's great. It just, it just didn't need to be solo. It just didn't need to be so. And I also think that um that uh that Lando was the best part for sure. Oh yeah. And and I'm excited to see because they announced that he that that, that uh, series too. But there's been that's that's kind of even that one's been buried. No one's been talking about that one as much. And I think it's because they don't have everything locked down yet. Because yeah. Because because Donald Glover wasn't even announced all the way through. Right. Yeah. It was just it was announced and yeah. It, that'll get the hype once it gets going. They attach directors to it because he was. Arguably, this is, this is or not, unarguably, this is one of the best things about that film. That is oh, not yeah. true. That is not true at all. Six years, you are not who you are today. Yeah. Oh, you you I've known Christian since 1995. He is the exact same guy you he was. My Yes, that's the thing. Is it like Han my, has always been a scoundrel and right. he's confident and he's cocky and Sarcastic, he's arrogant. He's, you know, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That never changed. That's like those no, characteristics come from birth. Like you, you know why? Because because if he just figures it out at the end of the movie, then he's a poser. And, yeah. he's, and Han's not a poser. And the thing is, though, I've always had like, granted, when I was thirteen, I wasn't as outspoken, but it was in me. Yeah. It was in me to to do it and things I wanted to say. I had to, you know, and and you would you would see you would there were certain things that I would do and like comedy and stuff too. It was there. It wasn't as you know certain things in the ways that I expressed myself wasn't as defined, but it was there. And that's the thing. It's like so I I can't I. Couldn't disagree more that you're not <laughs> that you're not the same as you were six years. You are there. There are things in your life that could change your you status. Could become a change. better pilot. You could yeah. become better at, at what you do, but you are I who mean, you are. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so this this is actually what I love about this show uh, more so than any other Star Wars show because, like, I, I just even if we have certain things that we want to talk about, 
you know, that, that this conversation can go anywhere. It really, it, this is just three people, three friends talking Star Wars. And that's, that's kind of the idea of what I want. And I also wanted to make sure that this is a very, it's like a positive thing, like to make sure to, to be very clear that I think that for what Ron Howard did and th- that movie in general, it, it is a really, it's a good movie. It, it is a good movie. It it's just, a fun just, movie. It's a fun movie. There's just a lot of things. And, and there are just little things that for the other thing that I think that I like what Mandalorian does subtitles, man, subtitles with aliens, like the, the Proximo, the, the big worm thing in the beginning, you put just subtitles on that. That scene works so much better as opposed to, Oh, what are you doing? Oh, <laughs> like that kind of stuff. It's like little choices. <laughs> when you, when I saw it, I was like, Oh, just put the subtitles. Just put the subtitles. Yeah. yeah. It's the same thing. Like the, the, the Bunta Eve, the, the racers in Phantom Menace. If, if they're doing, if they're like, if, if they're saying, I'm like, yeah, as yeah. To, oh, here comes a lion right around the corner. Oh, there <laughs> There's a Ben Quadradero. That's really yeah. It changes it. It changes it to, and then most people are like, "Oh, I love that," because you were probably six or seven yes. when you saw it, <laughs> yes. and and that is that's and that's who that that choice was made for kids, and that's cool. I'm <laughs> saying that when you watch it, it, it it's significantly different when it fe- it feels a little bit more Star Warsy when you have the you know all that stuff. When that happens, you're like, okay. Uh, I'm in, which is the sec. The second someone says, instead of it's so different. If I say to you, it's this. Look, I always say, the English language, it ain't sexy. No, nope. because no. Uh, it, because if I, my favorite thing, and I've talked about this before, my favorite thing growing up as a kid, I would go over to my friend's place and I would hear this, pollo, cafe con leche, and it was like, oh, that's 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 sexy. What is that? And all it is, if you say it, 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 it in English, rice with chicken, chicken coffee, and rice. W- coffee with milk. Chicken it's, it's rice. With milk. The different, the like di- a monotone language. Coffee <laughs> with milk. With and milk. it's like, and, and it's the same thing. If it, and if it's like, I need bagels. If that, <laughs> you, know, you know, so it's like, it, it makes a difference. It does. It makes a difference. Yeah. Mandalorian it makes a difference. really well. Yeah, with, with the voices and, and subtitles. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's, it's so funny. Like I, I, I do love how passionate the Star Wars fans are. It's like one of them was speaking in basic. Let him speak in basic. <laughs> I, I get it. I look. The guy went to basic school and he's very proud of it. So he's saying, "All right, everybody, here comes Anakin Skywalker." I'm not telling you that it has any less effect on me when I see it. And they're and they're doing they're doing their moves with their heads and it's 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 cheesy. Oh, yeah. But you know it 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 is it is what it is. Um. Okay, look, so we're going to get there. Are, there are no super chats today. Hey, it is what it is. That's fine. Thank I'm cool you. with it. I'm cool with it. So we're going to we're going to end a little early today um, because we're going to get this show going on here with Steph and Mike in just a little bit. And I want to see if there's anything else that I missed as far as I know that uh, there's a there's a well, well, we can talk about this. There's a Star Wars shooter game, which is rumored. It's a rumored oh, yeah. Star Wars shooter game. Is this the one? Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So let me let me let's read this first and then I'll. Oh, then we'll get going. Oh, I thought I had it. Where the hell is it? Is it? I thought that was it. That's right there. That is, that is it, but I can't yeah. find the actual. Can't roll it up. You mouse dead again? Oh, I got it. No, I got it. No, mouse is good. Here we go. All right. So here's here's this uh, the rumor here. Potential Star Wars video game projects that are keep coming. This rumor mill goes up. Again, this is Star Wars News Net for audio listeners. Please go check them out. They're incredible. My favorite Star Wars 
store, uh, Star Wars news uh, websites out there. It's incredible. So the last few weeks have been incredibly busy regarding the Star Wars video games. On January 11th, we learned that Lucasfilm has created a gaming branch. Uh, there was Indiana Jones, blah, blah, blah. Beyond those official words, there was a solid rumor that's starting to swirl about a potential Knights of, Knights of the Old Republic remake we talked about. So here's an, this is a new game that there's a rumor about. The project has been in development for more than two years. It's something closer to Star Wars Squadrons. Mike will be very happy than mm -hmm. EA's other Star Wars mm -hmm. AAAs. It's a shooter, but it could also be first or third person releasing on all major platforms in 2021. And it is being built in the Unreal Engine 4 used by Fallen Order. Um, this is that definitely not my... Cup thing. of tea? Not necessarily. Um, okay. I, but but I think that it's a good thing that they're making them. Um, yeah. but but I, I'm I'm looking for more story based things. That's that's Knights of Republic if that comes out. Um this other one that they, they've been talking about, then the new one's coming out. Uh so th that's that's what that's what I like. But Mike, you're you're cool with this. Yeah, I love video games. I I I'll on board. Those shooters are my thing. Yeah. So I, I'll be up till five o'clock in the morning like I am right now playing Call of Duty, yelling at kids halfway around the world and yeah. keeping Shannon up. Uh, yeah, I'll do that with the Star Wars game. You got to get it. I need you to get an Oculus. What? I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this in what. Okay. Wait, All right. Ryan, Wait, so this won't be by EA, right? Uh, if this is real. I'm confused with all this game stuff. I don't EA's just, got it. LucasArts I, is not doing I don't it. Know. I don't know. This is Ryan Payne. Ubisoft is happy, you know, coming in games, coming in hot. I don't know what they're doing. Ryan Payne puts in a uh, super chat. Thank you, Ryan. Imagine that Andor gets caught during a spy mission by the Empire. He's sitting in the waiting room to be interrogated. The door opens and we see Denzel. I mean, that would that'd be cool. Um, uh, yes. Be cool. Denzel would have been great as Saw Gerrera. Yeah. Can you imagine Denzel oh, yeah. Saw Gerrera? Damn. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Um, and by the way, it also reminds me here, too. We as sen live which will be on at 10 o'clock as well obviously brett sheridan hosting that today so make sure you head on over there but this show we do not have the schmobot we definitely rely on the uh, subscriptions to apple podcasts and spotify very important if you guys are listening or even watching please go and download us today make sure you rate and review us over there very very helpful it keeps the show on the air it lets us know that you want us to keep talking Star Wars um, for sure. So, and it's that, only going to get more heated and heated. More heated. Start dropping, man. I know. And we look, we got a lot of uh, cool stuff happening when the showdown, by the way. This, the new season starts on the, uh, it, well, February 19th. There's going to be two big matches. Talk about Star Wars. You're going to have Laura Kelly and Molly Damon. Star Wars explained they're going to go head to head in a number one Star Wars contender match. The winner will face the winner of. Um, Andrew DeMolanta and Alex Damon. And then the main event that night is for the Inner Geekdom Championship. The champion, Chandru Dandapani, Mike's best friend, is going up against Mara Kanapik, former champion, looking to make her big return, coming back to the league two years later. And then the match, then all the matches begin to start in March. I announced a whole bunch of new ones that are coming out. We're Same excited. You, you were going nuts with those announcements. A lot of Jesus. good ones. A lot of good ones. So make sure you head on over there. You can check out or just subscribe to this channel here. If you've never checked out a Schmodown, give us a whirl. It's using uh, Steph, Steph's word. So go to <laughs> go to the playlist. Uh, we have the draft up there. We've got free agency special. we got all of it. But we're excited about it. Steph's been getting into it. Steph's been yeah. getting into it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, this... Stephanie's reaction is like, Mike, I've been doing all the research. You're one of the biggest talkers in the league. I mean. <laughs> That's her response to me. Did I lie? 
Did I lie? No, no, no it lie. is so it's it is so fun. It is so competitive. Thank I am you. so excited for this season. It's gonna be unbelievably lit. I live for the drama. I don't like drama, but I live to watch it. <laughs> and I can't wait to You're talk like, about it. I'm not involved in it. I'm not it. involved, but I'll, hey, I'll watch it. I'll, I'll watch perpetuate it on air. <laughs> That's right. Well, thanks. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us here today. Thank you to Steph and Mike. Check Mike and Steph out at 10 o'clock, 10 minutes from now. Here we oh, go. Wait, hold on, I got one more. Let's see. Do do do. Do you think they're going to finish the Fallen Order? Yeah, I think they're already working on a sequel. Yeah. So absolutely, thank you, Trippy Inc. who who put that in that that uh, super chat. Absolutely, I do think that they're going to work on that. But as we said, Mike and Steph are going to be on uh, stereo right now. Oh boy, so go and check it out. Go <laughs> listen, be awesome. and um, and then subscribe to us if you haven't, and check out Sen today. I will also be on stereo at twelve o'clock. Twelve o'clock. So subscribe to me, stereo.com/slash Christian Harlock. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. See you next time.